Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. Our readings uh, this morning are from Hebrews and from the book of Exodus. So if you're willing and able, would you please stand for the reading of God's word? Our scripture reading today is from Hebrews 11 and Exodus 14. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward, lift up your staff, and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, that the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they shall go in after them. And I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his hosts and his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten glory over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the angel of God, who was going before the host of Israel, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. And there was the cloud and the darkness, and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And in the morning watch, the Lord, in the pillar of the fire and of cloud, looked down on the Egyptian forces and threw the Egyptian forces into a panic, clogging their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from before Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal course when the morning appeared. And as the Egyptians fled into it, the Lord threw the Egyptians into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen. Of all the host of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea, not one of them remained." 
But the people of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians, so the people feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true, and it's given to us in love. You may be seated. Show me a quick word of prayer. Father, I pray today as we worship you, God, that we focus our hearts and minds on you and you alone. I pray now, God, that you will clear our minds of any distractions that we may be able to receive from you. God, we surrender our way to you. Have your way. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. A two-year-old baby was taken to the hospital by his mother. And upon getting the hospital, test was ran, and the diagnosis was grim. This two-year-old baby had leukemia. So the mom continued to take this baby to doctor's visits and to see doctors who handled various blood diseases. There were, it was a lot of pain, a lot of fear for both this child and the family. At one point, this two-year-old had to have a spinal tap. And the doctor told him that I'm, I'm going to have to do something to you that's going to be painful, but it's to make you better. So throughout this process, they held this little two-year-old down. It took three nurses to hold him down while the doctor performed the procedure. And as the doctor got to the end of the procedure, the little boy looked up through his tears and all of his pain, and he said to the doctor, thank you for my hurt. Thank you for my hurt. He understood that what he was going through right then may hurt him, but it was to make him better. And that's how our lives are sometimes. We're in situations where we don't know what's going on, but what we're going through is not a good time. What we're going through is often frustrating. What we're going through is often we get to a place where the children of Israel were. They were at a dead end. What I would like to call not a God-created dead end, but a divine dead end. They were at a place where they didn't know what was about to happen to them. So they were faced in a situation where, where nothing, there's no escape way in front of them, and the enemies are behind them. But Hebrews 11 and 29 tells us, by faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. By faith. Just, just what is faith? Earlier in the Hebrew, it tells us that faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of those things that are not seen. Just what is faith, in other words? It's, it's believing we have what we don't see. See, the children of Israel were, were, were moving out on a promise that God gave to Abraham. 
that his descendants will be uncountable. His descendants will be, he would have more than the stars in the sky. However, for some 400 years, Abraham's descendants were enslaved in Egypt. Seemed like a hopeless situation. Seemed like they were in a dead end. Then God tells Moses, after a series of events, to lead his people from the hand of Pharaoh. That's good, y'all. That right, right in the midst of your trials and your tribulation, there's a word that God gives to his leader to lead my people out of this bondage. So they get together, and they are on this journey. Can you imagine leaving? I'm not going to go through all the plagues, but can you imagine they, they get out, and they're leaving, and in front of them is the Red Sea. Behind them are the people that they're trying to escape from. Now, God could have chosen. The reason I call it the divine dead end, because God could have chosen another way for them to go. Uh, Exodus 13 tells us, when, when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest the people change their mind when they see war and return to Egypt. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. So them going toward the Red Sea was all God's doing. God could have said, go this way. But I believe more, more, than, more than people seeing war, God wanted them to know that it was me. I am in control, and that is the good thing, that no matter what we're faced with in life, when we're people of faith, we can believe that God is in control. No matter what's happening, it tells us right here. He decided that I'm going to send them to where the Red Sea. I want them to be in a situation, guess what, y'all, where you ain't got nobody to turn to but God. They were in a situation, now, I don't know how good of swimmers they are, but, but to, to, to get in a sea that, that seems un, unpassable, impassable, God leads them that way. Has anybody ever been in a situation? where God has led you to a place where you had no other choice but to turn and to lean and depend on him? This is the classic example of we got nowhere to turn. We got to lean and depend on God. So I can imagine them being fearful. I can imagine them being afraid. So much so that the Bible says that they say, is this not what we told you? To leave us alone, let us, let us serve in Egypt. Were there not enough graves in Egypt for us? See, that's what happens when, when, when we stop looking through the eyes of faith. We begin to look at what's happening to us, and then we begin to complain. So they say, is this not what we told you? We were better off where we were. So Moses, Moses tries to reassure them. And he tells them these words. He says, fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you. All you got to do is be still. All you got to do is, watch this, watch the Lord. Notice Moses didn't deny that the Egyptians 
we're pursuing him. Sometimes in faith, we, we want to act like the, the problems that we're facing aren't really there. Moses didn't deny that the Egyptians were pursuing them, nor, nor did he deny that the capture of them could have been very, very bad. But Moses knew one thing, that this plan, that, that the escape plan was not his own design. Moses knew what appeared to be a dead end had been orchestrated by God. That is good stuff. Knowing that the situation that you're in has been orchestrated by God. I like how King, the King James puts this verse, verse uh, Exodus 14, verse 13. And Moses said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians who you have seen today, ye shall never, you shall see them again no more forever. Listen, he said, listen, you ain't, you're going he, he, he drove this point home. You, you shall see them again no more forever. <laughs> That's good, y'all. Y'all, because we, we, we got some problems that we think we've gotten rid of, and they come back on us. I know I'm not by myself. Some things that you thought you had defeated, you give it a little time. It show right back up, and it gets right back on your back neck like it was never gone away. But in this passage, he says, you shall see them no more forever. Isn't that something? That, that is good stuff that, that I'm not. Listen, these people, some new folk may get on my back, but not these. Again, again. No more forever. Moses knew that they were not out there on their own strength. Moses knew that on their own strength, they could not defeat these enemies. Moses knew that the force behind them was no contest for the almighty God who was leading them. Isn't that something, y'all? That's how we can have faith in trying times, knowing that our problems are no challenge for the almighty God. No matter what I'm going through, God is able to fix whatever is troubling me. He don't mean that he's going to do it. But I'm just glad to know that he's able to do it. So this plan was not his. It was a plan from the almighty God, the God who could not lie. God had promised that he would bring his people to the promised land. So if God says it, that settles it. If God says it, it will happen. So the Lord says to Moses, lift up your, what do you have in your hand? Lift, lift up the staff. And when Moses lifted up, called us the Red Sea to part. Y'all, that, that to me is just amazing. That God, God could have spoke to the waters and, and told the waters to divide, but he used Moses. Y'all, sometimes God, in our very situations, God, God used folk that's around us just to let us know that he is in control. He tells Moses to, 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 to lift up your staff. He lift up his staff, and the waters part. Y'all, that, that is amazing sight. That is amazing. The waters part, and people just walking through on dry land. Said, listen, listen, now, I don't, whenever, whenever water dries up that, on dirt, what's, what's there? Mud. Mud. But for the children of Israel, they walk through on dry land. Ain't God all right? When you walk through, listen, God, God was not just opening it up, but God was providing a miracle every step of the way. So he parted the Red Sea. The children of Israel walked through 
on dry land, when they got on the other side, God then tells Moses to turn around, stretch back his staff, and the waters come back. And the Egyptians who was chasing them was caught in the midst of that. Can you imagine being in the midst of that? I would have been in too, too much awe to go after them because I'd have been looking at the water. I'd have been saying to myself, God got to be on their side. God is doing something that I have never seen done before. But listen, they, they, their hearts were so hardened that they went after the children of God. And God, God hardened their hearts. They came after his children. And guess what happens? The water came and it collapsed on the... Mm, mm, mm. Says that the, 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 the wheels of the chariots were stuck. Isn't there something? But it was dry a few minutes ago. God, God does, God can do what he want to do. So they came back and the children of Israel on this side on dry land and they look back and they see bodies everywhere. Scripture says that they, they believe the Lord and they believe Moses. <laughs> but if we continue to read, we'll see how long that lasts. So what does that mean for us? What does that story mean for us? Because we see that in Hebrews chapter 11, it says that, that by faith. I need us to know that faith first is no guarantee of a life of ease. Believers often think that just because we are believers and, and God has redeemed us, that God has saved us, that, that we won't have any trouble. As believers, our life are not exempt from life's troubles. Ask Job. Job lost everything he had. Everything he had was gone, but Job still trusted in the Lord. Job said this, a man that is born of a woman has but a few days, and they are filled with trouble. So guess what? If you've been born of a woman, you have but a few days, and most likely they are filled with some type of trouble. Look at Jesus. Jesus came to earth. He didn't even live a troubled, free life. Now, while he was able to handle his trouble a whole lot better than we are, he was still faced with trouble. Jesus says this, if the world hates you, know that it hate me, hated me first. So whatever, whatever troubles that you're going through, just know that, that, that you are not alone. Just because you're a believer doesn't guarantee that you're going to have peace and have it everything the way you want to have it. I don't know about, I don't know about y'all, but me, you know, I'm thinking, hey, I, I, I deserve some good days. Am I by myself? But, but, but God, that's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. But because I'm a man of faith, because I've been born again, because I'm a believer, so I know that this thing is working out for my good. Even though it may look like a dead end, it's a divine dead end. You know why? Because God is, is in control. So first, it's not a life of ease. Next, faith is not the name it and claim it that we often see. Hello? I want us to grab a hold of that. When I was a kid, I, 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 Dave, I understand your relationship with your grandfather because I had a wonderful relationship with my grandfather. It almost fell apart the first time he told me no. As a kid, as a kid, I could get whatever I wanted from my granddad. No, no matter what it is, but there came a time that my granddad told me no. It broke my heart. 
I, I literally sat down in a chair and was holding my chest because I had never experienced such hurt in my life. And I went to him, I said, but granddaddy, I asked you politely. Granddaddy, I even said, please. He said, young and you need to know that everything in life ain't going to be the way you want it to be. You just can't ask for anything and expect that you're going to get any and everything that you want. Sometimes you're going to have to hear no. Man, I ain't want to hear that. So what I need us to understand that in this Christian life, life going to bring some challenges to us. We just can't just point out, I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. The only way you can say that with any confidence is if it's a promise from God. If it's not a promise from God, listen, if it's a promise from God, y'all, we can name it and claim it, grab it and snatch it. If it's a promise from God. But if it's just us naming and claiming what we want, faith don't work that way. Hello? Because if it did, y'all, things that we've said that our children will never stray. I would never do that. If it worked that way, that's how it would be. Y'all, if, 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 it, if faith worked the way we wanted it to work, we wouldn't even be in church. Hello? We'll be out doing our own thing if it worked the way we wanted it to work. If we could just call it, name it, and claim it. We just, I may not have it today, but I'm going to show have it the day that I want it. We want to stress about this. Faith, faith in God is not some magic wand. It's not something we can pull out and direct God to do something in our life. Faith does not work that way. I must admit that I've prayed that way. That I prayed because there are things that I wanted. And watch this, y'all. Not always bad things. But there's some good things that I've asked the Father for. Just ain't got them yet. I need, I'm going to let that resonate a minute. Because sometimes we think if it's a good thing, that God is obligated to make that happen in our life. By faith. By faith, the children of Israel walked through on dry land, but the ones that followed them didn't. It was by faith. It was by faith, y'all. That It's by faith that we're here. The Egyptians, the children of Israel, went through dry land on the promise of God. The Egyptians went through presumptuously. They seen the children of Israel walking through on dry land. So guess what they said? If they did it, I can do it too. Y'all faith don't work that way. Huh? Because God may be blessing me a certain way don't mean that he's going to bless you that way. Just because something is working in my life a certain way don't mean it's going to work that way in your life. You can't stand on the promises that God has given me. You got to stand on the promises that God has given you because the children of Israel were were standing on God's promises, but the Egyptians were trying to stand on promises that did not belong to them. And when that happens, y'all, that brings frustration in our life. That brings hurt. That brings heartache. That causes us unnecessary pain when we try. I, I can't live off the promises Dave has assigned, that God has assigned today. Dave can't live off what he's assigned to me. Kyle, you can't even jump in this, brother. What what, what belongs to Kyle belongs to Kyle. 
What belongs to Willie belongs to Willie. What belongs to Dave belongs to Dave. What belongs to Matt belongs to Matt. Y'all, that stuff right there, that ought to make you smile. Because if God has promised you, and I don't understand it, it ain't got anything to do with me. So the children of Israel went through on dry land. But the Egyptians tried to go through on a promise that was not there. So faith is no guarantee of a life of ease. Faith is not to name it and claim it, but faith does this. It does provide comfort in trials and tribulations. Moses had to have faith when others around him didn't see no way of deliverance. Can you imagine over a million folks yelling at you at one time? Didn't we say leave us where we were? Were there not graves enough in Egypt to bury us? These a million folk are yelling. I believe even the little children got in on it. Mama, why are we standing here? Moses had faith. Faith will cause you to trust God when nobody else around you understands. It provides comfort. That's the only comfort that Moses had, is that he had a word for the Lord. He had a word to get the children out of Egypt. And for us, y'all, that's all we need. His word can provide comfort. In a time of trouble. I once visited a lady who was dying of cancer. Went in a hospital room, and this lady was, I had known her all my life, and her and my mom was extremely close. And, and it bothered my heart when I walked in and I saw her. She was in pain. She could barely speak. And and I didn't, I never stay, when I visit folk in the hospital, I never stay too long because I don't want them to feel like they got to use strength to entertain me. So immediately I went in and I hugged her and I said, I just stopped by to pray with you. So I prayed with her and then I was getting ready to leave. She muscled up strength. She said, where you going? I said, well, I just wanted to pray for you. She said, you know that ain't how it happens. You pray for me, and I pray for you. And, and I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm in awe because to me, she didn't have any strength. To me, she, she, she didn't have. I didn't want her to use the strength that she had to pray for me. Before she prayed, she gave me a lecture. She said, my faith is in God. She said, don't look good for me on this side. But I got the victory, whether I get it on this side or I get it on the other side. I have got the victory. And so as she began to pray, she made me feel good. Watch this. Because her faith, her faith, I I, I was rejoicing in the fact that even in her darkest moment, that her faith provided comfort for her, that even in her darkest moment, that where it didn't look good for her, she still wanted to share the joy that the Lord had given to her. So what I'm trying to tell you that in the midst of trials and tribulation, faith will provide comfort. 
we got to see, we got to see victory farther than our present circumstances. Even if you're in a dead-end situation, what appears to be a dead-end, I'm not going to deny that it's a dead-end. Your back may be against the wall, but if you are moving because God has directed you, you're in a divine dead-end. And in a divine dead-end, it's only an opportunity for God to go to work for God to move mountains, for God to be shelter in the time of storm, for God to be light in darkness, for God to be a way out of no way. If we will trust him, it says by faith. It didn't say that the children of Israel just, just went running off through the water. It says by faith. By faith, guess what? Jesus died on the cross. By faith, he hung and he died for your sins and mine. By faith, Jesus rose from the grave. And by faith, Jesus is coming back again. It's by faith. So, so but faith, y'all, does not mean that we're going to have a life of ease. Does not mean, y'all, that, 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 that we're not going to go through some stuff. Our faith is working when we trust God in our darkest situation. When we trust God, that's, that's what happens here. This whole 11th chapter of Hebrew is about people who, who trust God, who, who have faith in God. I ought to read it sometime. It'll bless your soul. Then, then you go into chapter 12, and it says that we should lay aside every weight of those cloud of witnesses, just who those cloud of witnesses were, them people from chapter 11. Them people who had been through, them people who had trust God, them people who had saw God make a way. Guess what, y'all? We got folk. When we live by faith, y'all, we got folk cheering for us that we don't even know. Because they've already been through. There's folk that's looking at us right now that, look, somebody, somebody is encouraged by the word that, that it don't look good, but God is in control. It don't look good, but God can make a way from you for you. It's a divine dead end. And if it's a dead end, God can work. We, it's not faith, y'all, if we can see it happening. It, it, it's not faith. It's not faith if we know what the very next step is. It's not faith because you can see it. See, I have faith that when I step down, that this step is going to hold me. Listen, but I know the step is there. So it makes it easier for me to take a step because I know something's there to catch me. I believe it's going to be there to catch me. I believe when I come back to have a seat, that when I get ready to sit down, I, I, never, I never go, like this is shaky. Are y'all following me? So I don't put so much weight on it, Dave, because it's shaky. So, so when I do lean on it, I lean just a little bit because I'm mindful that, that, that this right here is no guarantee. So as children of God, People of God, we siblings got to trust him. We got to live, live by faith, even if it looks like a dead end. Close with this. I once read a story about a house that was on fire. It was an apartment complex. It was on fire. The, the family there, everybody got out except for one son. And he was caught in the house, and his daddy yelled at him, go to the roof, son. 
go to the roof. And he went to the roof, the family's on the ground. And, and the boy looks down and he tells his, his daddy, he said, Daddy, I'm scared. I'm scared, Daddy. I'm scared. His daddy say, son, there ain't but one thing for you to do. You got to jump. And he looks down. He says, Daddy, I'm looking, but I don't see you. He says, son, you got to jump. He says, Daddy, I don't see you. He says, son, don't worry about you seeing me. Know that I see you. So what I need us to, I finish with this. No matter what we're going through, you may not be able to see God. But know he sees you. By faith, they walked through on dry land. And those who tried to come behind them drowned. So it's by faith. Know that God sees you. Let's pray. God, we thank you today for the awesome privilege of knowing you, God. God, we thank you for you are our God. And God, whatsoever you said will come to pass, for you are a God who cannot lie. So, Father, we simply pray to you to ask, Father, to help us, God, to rely on you and your word and not what we see. God, we thank you. We praise you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.